let's go ahead and bring up Kim Doyle. Kim, welcome. How are you? What's up, Ross? I am well. How are you? I'm, I'm good. It's great to see you and great to chat with you. Uh, you've always got something exciting going on, but I got to, uh, <laughs> I've got to imagine these, this last few days and this last week, uh, maybe the last month leading up to the launch of lead surveys has got to be one of the most exciting times for you as a online creator and marketer and uh, business person. It is. It's been like a year in the making. So, you know, right. software is new to me, not my business partner, but you know, it keeps right. getting moved out, moved out, moved out. It's like, is, is this happening? And then there's going to be bugs and all of those things that make life extra interesting. So <laughs> I am excited. It's good. I just have to keep reminding myself, right? This is all part of the process. But I'm super excited. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so Lead Surveys um, is is easy to use. It helps people uh, generate leads by segmenting, and then it makes it easier to convert. Um, but break down the lingo and, and tell us what it actually does and why it's so important to be able to segment your, your subscriber list when people first come into contact rather than later on in the process. Yeah, and this is really simple and I'll do a quick little story because I, the idea for lead surveys came because I was trolling around the web like we all do, right? <clears throat> and I came to a website and there was an opt-in. I'm like, I click the button and then there was this modal window and there's a couple questions in each step and I thought, oh my gosh, this guy has so much information about me. Now he knows what to send me, right? So that's the whole, that's the whole piece of this is that segmenting your subscribers, forget the tech stuff, but it's about building a relationship, right? It's about knowing who you're talking to, what they want, how they struggle, where their problems are, and you can deliver that. Like, think about it, Ross. If you had somebody come to your site and you said, have you live streamed? Yes or no. Have you used Facebook or YouTube? You know, and they tell you, all of a sudden it's like, when are you on Facebook? And so you can cater your content and your offers to what they're telling you. That's that's the, the gist of it. You know, there's gonna be a lot of functionality added to it, but. The bottom line is you need to know who you're talking to and what their problems are so you can help them specifically. And you got a, a wonderful offer that is going to be available uh, about 10 minutes after the show. It's it's 20 um, percent off lifetime if you go ahead and buy the first year uh, package. Is that mm -hmm. is that correct? Yeah, it's for an annual account. And then mm -hmm. that discount applies forever for life. And, and, you know, we're doing a lot of hand-holding with, with people as they're coming on board. This is minimum viable product, but because we're just getting going, you're going to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one with us, too, which is kind of fun. So stay here, stay here right now. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the conversation with Kim. And after the show, about 10 minutes after the show, that link will be available. Just go to LivestreamDeals.com. You'll see uh, what kind of animal is that on there? It's a fox, and they don't want it. Okay. We we have. Oh my gosh! I should have. Here we go. So so, so click. <laughs> I'm a swag geek. Click this is Lexi. Fox. <laughs> yeah, these are stickers. I should have pulled one out for you. Yeah. So yeah, click Lexi the image that kind of looks like that. Um, and, and yeah. don't worry, there'll be words under it that that say. Uh, <laughs> you know, lead surveys and, and all that. But click that and go on through and you will get 20% off. But do wait till after the show. It's not available till 10 minutes after the show and you can get 20% off for life uh, lead surveys. Now, 
this is a software as a service uh, package, but it's it's also available in another way for WordPress users. We will have a WordPress plugin right now. So I'll give you a quick little feature set if you want is sure. right now you just copy and paste the script. And it was, we'd actually thought about doing a WordPress plugin and just thought we can serve more people by doing a SaaS product. So you do have to copy and paste the, the script. I'm working on some tutorials on using Google Tag Manager because I love it. You don't have to go into the code on your site. Um, but that being said, and we also have, um, Right now we have a MailChimp integration in Zapier. We are working on like the five next major uh, wow. email native integrations. Uh, but yes, it is a SaaS. God, I should have prepared like an elevator speech for you. Um, but we've got a ton of, well, you know what it is? Is there's a lot of features and I have to be careful because I get too excited and my, my business partner is like, slow your roll, slow your roll. We can't do that yet, right? <laughs> right, there's, yeah, we've got templates in there. We're gonna have sample surveys. And the point of this right. is guys, like I've done, I've done quizzes for lead gen and they weren't great, but you have to be really good at copy. They have to be entertaining. And, and then if some people don't want to take it, eh, like what's the end result, you know? So with the survey piece, you can get a little bit of information and they cater it. So eventually there'll be conditional logic and retargeting built into the survey too. So if you answer it this way, then you go here. Now, as far as like, if, if you have a WordPress site, um, I, I use WordPress for all my sites. Is it a matter of just pasting the code into the landing page or homepage, whatever page you're sending people, or do you actually have to get into like the PHP and all that stuff? Or is it just like posting it in the HTML? No, it's not. You're not going to post it into the editor. You're going to post and you'll be able to do in post surveys as well. So that'll be a feature down the road as okay. well as as well as hosted service. But for WordPress, you do need you do need to put it into the header or before the body tag. And but there's a plugin if you don't want to do that, but I'll have tutorials. I'm just working on and it okay, depends so on your theme. It's yeah. Easy for for somebody running a, a WordPress site who isn't a, a coder or anything to to learn how you post that you paste that into the, the header and Oh yeah. And and there, like I said, there will be a plugin, she'll pull them in. Mm -hmm. It's just not there yet. And being known, formerly known as the WordPress chick, you guys, I'm all about making this easy for you. Everything Absolutely. I do is made for the business owner, not the developer. <laughs> mm -hmm. But this, of course, will work with any site, right? So you could, you could. It doesn't matter who you're, uh, who's powering your website, where you're hosting. Anyone could use could use this product. Yeah, it's good. Any any site builder out there. Again, we haven't tested everything with it, but mm -hmm. anywhere that you can paste. A snippet of code. I mean, click funnels, lead pages, all those tools as well. You're able to trigger it, and as we add more triggers, you can have it display the way you want. But any website that was kind of the purpose too, right? Like, who doesn't need to generate leads? We all do, right? And to tell us about like you know how you'd recommend using it. I know you're you're like an expert at building funnels, and and so where would you kind of like you know you have somebody coming to a landing page for the first time. Maybe you have a lead magnet, you're giving something away, um, you have a blog post, whatever it is that brings them in, right? Where yeah. where do you recommend um, putting the survey? Do you recommend it like first? Do you recommend it after some content? Is there a certain way that you recommend uh, like a best practice for people who uh, haven't worked with surveys before? Yeah, I mean, you want to think of it just as you would an opt-in, right? And regardless of whether or not people like pop-ups or, you know, modal windows or slide-ins, we're going to have the ribbon, all of those things. If you've been running any sort of pop-up on your site, you should know that, you know, that's how I would do it. Right now it's a trigger. So it's going to show up as a pop-up. 
you can add it to a content upgrade at a post footer. Mm -hmm. Those are features that are coming. But I would start with what currently works for your audience on your site already. Like I have a whole screen takeover, right? I did on WordPress chick. This will appear, you can set the trigger for um, how many seconds you want it to show up after a certain percentage of the page when somebody scrolls down or when a certain piece of content comes into view. So it's really, you need to know your audience as far as how it, how it will work. You can also do the exit intent. So when maybe you don't want it to appear until someone goes to exit. All of this stuff, guys, just takes testing. And there is no, like, you know, pop-ups work, mm -hmm. period. But you have to know your audience and how you engage. And so that's kind of what we want to do is test it with you. So, like I said, we'll, we'll put in the content upgrades. Because to me, Ross, like, mm. a, a content upgrade or a survey put into the body of the content that's relevant to that content will convert better than just a site-wide general opt-in. So you have to think about where people are coming into your site as well. And you're one of the best at, at actually staying in touch with your list and and providing good content, personal content that's very personalized. You talk about what you're going through, the challenges you face, and then a lot of times you have something that you offer afterwards that like, hey, if you're going through this too, this is what I use, or this is a cool app that I found, or something like that. Um, when it comes to segmenting a, a list, now you're you're talking about different messages for different different people. I mean, are are you sending different email? Uh, like, am I in one list, and so other people are getting sort of a different email every day from you, or how do you how do you actually go about putting this into into practice? So as it's so like with with the WordPress chick, and again, I'm moving all this stuff to a personal brand, so stuff will be different. But I use tags. I use ConvertKit, and so I use tags for everything, right? So I have people that are tagged that like plugins and tools or third-party apps, and so I'll send them one email, and then I will take another segment of like a which is more of a general. I'll exclude those people, and I'll just look and see which is converting better, right? So depending on your email service provider, you want to create segments that are that make sense. So any again with WordPress, if I had a bunch of people that had you know were Beaver Builder users, and they had mm -hmm whether it was a plugin or the the uh, third-party plugins or the Facebook group or a podcast. So I can have a whole Beaver Builder segment, right? So for that, so you want to think about your content and who's getting it based on what they've told you already. That's the whole purpose of this. I really believe, Ross, that we're going to a more personalized marketing. So while it's great to go super wide, it'd be awesome if we all had, you know, 100,000, 150,000 person list, but wouldn't it be better to have a thousand person list if you knew who they were, what they wanted, and why they came on to your site, right? So you could talk to them specifically. Oh, that's cool. So a thousand person list, that's good. You can do you can do things with that. Right. And then what will happen is, you know, the, the goal is that there will be like a transactional email. So once a survey is completed, right. you can have a transactional email go out. But we're not going to become an email service provider. We want you to then, you know, your email service provider will pick up and do a, a follow-up sequence, and you can set up additional tags. You know, moving forward, like, what if you came to the site and it's like, hey, Ross, last time you were here, you said you were a live streamer. Did you check out our recent live stream? That's the kind of stuff that we're moving towards. I can't promise when that's coming. Gordon, my partner, would probably want to shoot me for saying that. But, you know, that's where everything is heading, about having a more personal, real conversation. 
And, you know, as a content creator, I'm just thinking as, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking what a, a rich source for content that you can. I mean, there's so many different areas of this that people could use help with in terms of, OK, now they've got a tool. How do they maximize it? And then what are all the related areas like everything from email marketing to, you know, how you build a funnel to, you know, what's the, the, the right message to send after after somebody does fill out the survey, what's the next step for keeping in touch? How do you write your survey questions? You know, how, there's so many things here that, I mean, mm -hmm. you, you are never going to run out of things to email. You could email us five times a day now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't need to sleep, right? But, but that's it. And so with each, every time, because even though, you know, we'll have ideas and, and this again, this could be an electrician, a plumber, a doctor. It doesn't have to be from the online space necessarily, but, it's, it's, it's kind of simple. Like think about what would you be asking a potential customer? Right? Right, think about, right. you know, Dr. Dennis, they've got questions. So starting that piece, so then our content for lead surveys itself will be, we've got a podcast coming um, as well as just case studies. I want to highlight what people are doing or how we work with them to get their survey up and then how all the integration piece, like there'll be the documentation and FAQs, but it's a, a full on in-depth post on setting it up with ConvertKit or setting it up with, I don't want to do right, future right. software. No. <laughs> <laughs> but in the beginning, uh, for those of us who are, are going the, the free route, we can we can hook it right up with MailChimp and integrate it that way, right? Yeah, absolutely. MailChimp is integrated already, so you can link it to awesome. that. And the other thing that's kind of fun is that you can I love that that they did this is that when you're building your survey, when you when you start, you put in the domain that the survey's gonna exist on. So let's say it was on live stream deals. So it'll pull up your site in the background while you're building your survey so you can see what the survey is going to look like on your site before you deploy it and publish it. Wow. That is awesome. So I'm very excited about this. I know you are too. Congratulations on the launch of the product. And it is called, it is called Lead Surveys, leadsurveys.io. But what you want to do is wait till after the show, about 10, 15 minutes after the show, uh, you can go ahead and get 20% off for life by going to LivestreamDeals.com, LivestreamDeals.com for lead surveys. Let's uh, talk a little bit about a, a really cool event that you hosted that I was privileged to be a part of. It was called the Content Creators Summit. It was all online. Uh, it was think four or five days it was a massive undertaking uh, yeah. but you you pulled together some some wonderful speakers I, I enjoyed watching so many of the sessions talk about what that event was like for you and and uh, how people can can still uh, you know take advantage of of what you have to offer I know you're offering both uh, video audio and transcript uh, that's more than both it's yeah. all of the above special <laughs> content. And by the way, LivestreamDeals.com has a link where you can click right on through if you would like to uh, purchase all that. That was a very long question. So any aspect, <laughs> any aspect of this whole content creator summit you would like to tell people about, go ahead. The floor is yours. <laughs> well, long story short, I think we all know content marketing is where it's at. And, and the beauty of this today is that I love the fact you're always going to need cornerstone content. SEO is always going to have its role. But the fact is, you want to think context and what you're creating, where, for what platform, and where, you know, whether obviously you've got people you know, on Instagram and what do they want to see in stories, or if you've got someone on Facebook, or you've got a podcast or a video, there's so many different platforms. 
And so I thought, you know, I want to pull together people that are doing things with written, with audio and video, because I love it. I, I My mantra of everything is content. You can literally, this lifestyle type of content creation is also where things are heading. You know, we all know I'm a big Gary Vee fan, and you can learn a ton just by watching his practitioner mm -hmm. piece, right? Like, what is he doing? And so it's all this behind the scenes stuff. And I know for myself, that's the type of content I love consuming. I might click through to a listicle still, doesn't mean I wouldn't, but I'm really more interested sort of in the behind the scenes. People are, are wanting to dig a little bit deeper. So the summit, I thought, I'm going to pull these people together. It was a crazy undertaking. I did it in a very short window of time. I don't know that I would ever do it that quickly again. I would say mm -hmm. maybe six weeks I gave myself from idea to, <laughs> to be done. And it was like, you know, recording 24 sessions. So it was over right. four days. And fortunately, I could do the tech stuff pretty quickly. Um, but but other than that, you know, it was, it was a really good learning experience for me too, Ross, because I would definitely do a summit again. I would have different expectations for speakers. You were phenomenal, one of probably the biggest promoter, um, oh, and I always appreciate your support. Yeah, and you know, so it's it's tough. I'd love to get people to start thinking more about another Gary Vee quote: "Is don't be so fancy with your time." You know, when if you're going to say yes to something, then promote it and share it and honor that. I think there was a little piece of there. So it was a learning. It was a learning right, right. experience for me, and the content was great, which was the end result: delivering the best value to the people watching, so they could watch for free for four days. What are some of the, uh, uh, what are a couple of things that, uh, you know, people would take away from it? Maybe something you learned or something that you were surprised that, uh, you know, the speakers you picked brought and talked about that you, you were a topic you weren't even thinking was going to be on. And then the conversation, you know, it, 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 yeah, they, they, they all sort of did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one of the, one of the questions I asked everybody, because I did cater questions to each speaker based on their sort of specialty, was content trends for 2018. So it wasn't a surprise that just about everybody said video, video, look at, you know, here we are. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that I loved was everybody said, just be yourself, just show up and do your thing. That's me, the just show up is me. But everybody said, be you. That is a differentiator. And I believe it. You know, how many people are live streaming? But not everyone is going to be Ross. How many people are podcasting? Now everyone's going to have my self-deprecating humor or whatever it is. Okay. So that was really fun. I mean, I learned something in every single session. One of my favorites was um, I'm a huge audiophile. You know, I listen to a ton of audio. I've been podcasting for about five years. And Phil Singleton, who wrote the book um, SEO for Growth with John Jansen, Duct Tape Marketing, he had so many, like he was on my show last year and he's like, oh my God, I just totally got all these amazing ideas for SEO for podcasts. They launched a podcast booker service. And, but he told me what he's doing. He got on like 60 shows after mine. And I thought there's so much leverage to be had. Like mm -hmm. I always say it was the best thing I did for my business because of the relationship piece, right? That anytime I ask somebody to be on the show, not only do I get to kind of pick their brain, but it's like, oh my gosh, now this is a person I have a relationship with, right? That's where all this connecting and content comes from. But, you know, Phil was really fun as a podcaster for me to, to think I could do so much more promotion. I could take the transcripts, give it to my guests, let them do a blog post, take the transcripts outside another post, put it on medium and he had all these like ninja tactics. Um, it was a, it was about a month ago that we did it, but you know, and, and the live streaming, I mean, everyone is really getting, this is where everything is heading. So, 
it was an amazing experience. Like I said, it was the part of me feels like I cheated, right? Like I get, right. I got 24 hours of like in-depth insights from all these, these, these thought leaders. Yeah. I mean, I heard great feedback from people who watched the sessions and, and just said that like, wow, I'm taking notes right now, or, you know, I'm going to go back and watch that again. So you go over to livestreamdeals.com, click the content creator summit image and check that out. You can get the all access pass. Uh, Kim gives some of her time. In addition to uh, you get the audio, you get the video, you get the transcript. It's I mean, to bring up sort of Gary V because you did earlier it's he talks about like you have to think about yourself as a media company or your business mm -hmm. as a media company so it isn't enough to just say i'm a live streamer or i'm a podcaster or a blogger right you have to think how do i get something to people who want to only consume content and audio when they're offline right so there's Absolutely. audio files. how do i get something to people who like to watch videos how do i get something to people who still want to learn by printing things out and reading or reading mm -hmm. on their phone you know in a quiet moment when they're, you know, on a train or, you know, they're between meetings or whatever. So I love that you provide every way imaginable for people to consume the content. And I really think that's, that's where it's going. It's about how you distribute that content to different people where they're at or in the way they like to learn. So with all that livestreamdeals.com content creator summit. Also don't forget lead surveys. Uh, it's about 10 minutes after the show. We will have the link up at LivestreamDeals.com. You can click on through, get 20% off for life from lead surveys. Kim Doyle, thank you so much for joining us. Always great to chat with you. Ross, thank you. Pleasure was mine. Have an awesome night. Thank you. You too.